beautiful sisters, and welcome back to The Beautiful Messy Show. This is your host, Heather Baxter. On this show, you will learn a biblical truth that will elevate you in your season of life. Welcome back to a new season. Here on The Beautiful Messy Show, we bridge into HB Woman's Ministry, a ministry for you to believe, behold, and become All God's created you to be in whatever season of life. So the season here in HB Ministries, we are doing a Bible study called Unveiling Love. And I love it because it matches the season. It's Valentine's Day today. Happy Valentine's Day. And you are going to learn today in this episode how God's love is so peaceful and kind and it will never be removed. There's such stability in his love and we can't earn it and we don't deserve it. And we're going to talk about that today in episode one of the Unveiling Love Bible Study. All right, let's jump in today and talk a little bit about the Unveiling Love Bible Study. This is the first time I am launching that here on The Beautiful Messy Show. Again, for everyone that is used to watching me on YouTube, I am right now filming a video every single day that matches the verse that we are studying in the Unveiling Love Workbook. So if you would love to check out more on what the workbook looks like and the pages, please head over to heatherbaxter.com and you can see that or head over to my YouTube playlist, Unveiling Love, and you can check out our daily studies there. So for today, we are going to zoom in on Isaiah 54.10 in the workbook. Isaiah 54.10 in the workbook, and that is day three. So day three in the Unveiling Love Bible Study. And let me read. Let's start off by reading this together. And then I'm going to break down a couple things here right on the podcast with you. I'm going to break down some keywords with you. I'm going to break down a little bit of the context, which the context in today's scripture is so important. I think you're going to find this really interesting. So whether you're working out or driving or maybe just having a quiet evening and listening to me, maybe you're cooking dinner, have a little notepad uh, close by. Now, not if you're driving. Don't have a notepad close by while you're driving. Just listen, but you'll know where you're going to want to go back and just take some notes because the context is so important. I love how God worked with people in history, and I'm talking like 700 BC, how God was dealing with the same type of delays, the same detour. Yet today, his love still stands true. He is still pursuing us the same way. Okay. All right. Let's go ahead and read together. If you have Isaiah 54 10 open, then read along with me. If you're driving, listen. Isaiah 54 10 For the mountains shall depart and hills be removed, but my kindness shall not depart from you, nor shall my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord, who has mercy on you you. Father God, thank you for this place called the beautiful messy. Lord, wherever we're at right now, whatever we're experiencing life, I pray that you would send a spark through us, a spark, a Holy Spirit spark today to lift our spirits. Father, do not let your spirit go unnoticed. 
Fill in those messy spots and bring your beautiful presence. Please, Father, after today's message, do not allow our mountains to distract us or even the little hills to become our idol because you are our real stability. In Jesus' name, we all said amen and amen. All right, sisters, when we look at this verse, I always take a verse like this and I just kind of look at it. First of all, it's God's love note. I love the word of God. It was written thousands upon thousands of years ago, and yet it still remains the same. We have events, we have issues, we have uh, parts of the Bible where characters were dealing with their parents for possible medical issues, uh, government, kings, spouses, uh, everything, everything that we deal with today. And sometimes when these things happen in our life wheels, we can become angry. But you know what? We often during that time tend to sin a little bit. And that is when God becomes angry with the people. He becomes angry with us because as we go through wars and we suffer and we go through all of these seasons, sometimes we get to a place where we rebuke God. Now we don't openly rebuke, but just by our behaviors, becoming inconsistent in our walk, in our faith. We just kind of walk away because you know what? We don't see the greatness happening, but it really starts with our stability. And so as you look at this verse, there's a few key words I jotted down. I jotted down the word mountains. I jotted down the word hill. I jotted down the word stability. I looked at the word creator, covenant, peace, mercy. So many words. And then as I began to look at the word mountain and hills, I began to think of a backdrop when I was in Colorado, how beautiful the mountains were. And even getting up to the elevation so high where it was even uncomfortable to breathe, we snowboarded down and man, were we way up there. I felt like I could touch a cloud. In no way was that mountain going to move. It was vast. It was huge. And yet in this verse, it says, for the mountains shall depart and the hills removed. I had to look at that verse a few times and I began to wonder, how can you move a mountain? How are we going to move these hills? But then, then I had to take my mind, which we have to do this in the middle of our discombobulated situation, the confused situation, the hurt situation, the angry situation. And we have to know that we can't put our trust there. We can't put our trust in the world's way, in the government way, in politics, in the founding fathers, in the things that we write out, in medical doctors. We want to put all our faith there. And we want to treat those people as if they are our mountains and hills. But yet God says those mountains and hills, which we look at for stability, right? We would look at that mountain. When I was standing on that mountain, it was like, this is my stability, This is awesome. I feel like a hero up on the top of this mountain. But really, mountains and hills, even though they're known for stability, what mountain and hill in our life are we clinging to that we think brings us stability and like replaces our savior? Especially when something's not going right. Maybe you lost a job. Maybe you're, you know, in disagreement in your relationship and you weren't at fault. 
for where you're at in your marriage. All of these type of things that kind of creep into our life wheels. And we sit and think, I've lost all stability. I put my faith in you. I put my faith in that. I put my faith in my boss and in that career. Yet it was all moved and pushed away. And we have to look at these little hills, these little mountains, or a big mountain, depending on how you rate these things in your life. God can remove them. They are not stability. Your money, your career, your income, your marriage, your title, that is not your stability. And often we just ride on that. And when things are going great, we don't even look to God above. We don't even look at his kindness. We don't even think about the covenant we have in him. We don't even acknowledge the blessings and peace, right? Most people do not. But yet God is saying here that for the mountains shall depart and the hills be removed. There are going to be times where we're trusting in something or we have stability in something and we trust that more in our creator and that could be removed health. Look at our government. We can't trust that. God is above it. And when we do begin to place our trust in other things, and when we begin to just go through these wars and suffering and don't even pay attention to God, we kind of lean into our more, you know, more sin. We rebuke God and we never get to the point of yet God. We never get to that point. We keep running. And God tells us here that he becomes angry with his people. Now, let me just take you to a little history. I want you to hear this because it's really interesting. As you're studying Isaiah 54, 1 through 17, I want you to know that if we deep dive into this context, which when we deep dive, that means we're going to go back into history. We're going to look at the who, what, why, where, and when. Now in Isaiah 54, we're talking about, you know, mountains and hills and stability. I'm giving you like a visual, but now let me take you back into history. After we go back into history, I'm going to bring you into the picture right now. And I want you to see Israel back then was likened to the wife of Yahweh. It was like the wife of Yahweh. That was Israel. Remember, anytime you read scripture and you see Israel, liken it onto yourself. The family of Israel, like it onto your family. Think about you when you see the word Israel. Israel is likened to the wife of Yahweh. Her exile in Babylon was like a period of divorce when God separated and divided her from him. Because of her sins, during this time, she did not increase or prosper as a nation. She is now to return to God and her homeland, her dwelling place, where she will increase in the days ahead. She will enlarge, she will stretch, and she will grow. So what I want you to see here is that when Israel returns, she will not bear shame. There are things that we carry from our youth or from our past, and we carry that in or we carry that back 
when we want to return or come to God to the first time, we carry that. But yet, here's what God's trying to say here. He is going to love you and take you back, or he's going to love you and receive you for the first time. And sometimes his discipline is temporary, but you're going to be built by God. And his love is so strong and unconditional that he's not looking and tagging a dot for everything you did and carrying that along in the relationship. And I think for a lot of us, we separate because we just divide ourselves because we see sin. And we think, I'm not good enough. There's no way I am too undeserving for where I'm coming from and what I've done. And we can't cling to the Lord's love. You know why? Because we feel so unworthy. It says here that in her exile, in Israel's exile, when in Babylon, and when she was running, it was like a period of divorce, separation, division. God looks at us that way too. Now, I know when I'm, you know, once saved, always saved. I always say that here. However, we need to be pursuing the righteousness and holiness of God. And I know that when the world and the things of the world are dividing me during that time of pursuing, I can tell, you know why? I can tell because there is not an increase in me. I don't feel this increase. I don't feel this breakout into joy moment. I don't feel this blessing over my life. I just feel like, ugh, every day is a, ugh, another day. And that's not how God wants you to live. Like, kind of like Eeyore. Oh boy, here we go again. No. God wants you to return to the dwelling place, the dwelling place the center of where you need to be to stay in routine with him, in Bible study, in relationship with him, because that is when he enlarges and increases. So do you see it's it's conditional for us too? Like, what are we doing to exercise that relationship? What are we doing to come back and cling, cling to his love? Even if we're unworthy, even if we have a past, he wants us to cling. He is there for you no matter what. He's waiting to create a new Israel, a new you. Behold, I will do a new new thing and now it shall spring forth. Do you not perceive it? Meaning, can you not see it? You should wake up every day when you know that you've returned and you're working in your dwelling place. You're, you're returning back. You're, you're coming back from the season of pulling away from God. When you come back and you are doing things, you are taking the right steps, you are going to sense and perceive the new. You will see him working all the way around you in every area of your life, even in the hard areas. So today, let's do a little bit of a deep dive in reflection together and pull out what God wants you to see in today's lesson. What When, when I use the motto here, believe, behold, and become all God's created you to be, what in today's message, in Isaiah 54, 10, what can we believe today? What can we believe? Well, I jotted down here in my notes. Do you, do you believe in God's love for you is stronger and more stable than some of your mountains and hills that you have began to put trust in? The mountains and hills that have more time in your daily life, in your daily routine than you've even made room for God. And you can tell things aren't just feeling right, 
right? You can just tell. But he's with you always, no matter what. Do you believe that? Second question for reflection. Behold. Are you clinging? Behold. Bringing in. Are you clinging to his love? Are you? Are you accepting his unfailing love? Are you pushing it away and running from it? Or have you even decided to say, you know what? I'm going to slow down and acknowledge this. This could be the missing piece. Listen, we all have imperfections. We all have those messy, unworthy, undeserving seasons in our life. All of us. But his love His love is always new every morning. His mercy is new every morning. He will be there for you no matter what. But are you turning and going back to that direction? So if there was a divorce or a separation, like he talked about Israel being in exile in Babylon, and it was like a period of divorce, there's also this season where we come back, where we're like, okay, I am done with this. I miss the increase. I miss the blessing. I miss seeing God at work. I know what that feels like because I was there. So when I stop feeling that hand or that spirit on me, I kind of examine my life and look at where I'm at because the final reflection is becoming. God wants you to be a better you. He wants to enlarge you. He wants to build you bigger. It's all about increase in your spiritual life, your physical life, your mental life. Increase in your marriage. Increase. He wants to bless you. But it comes when we dedicate our lives to Jesus. The supernatural exchange is so personal. It's so personal. It's right on. So today, I pray that you just take a moment, think about your mountains, think about your hills, think about where you put your stability, and just know that God's love is unfailing. Unfailing. If you need to take a moment and think about your life wheel here in the ministry, we have the Dream and Explore in 2024. That's also a playlist that you can look up over on our YouTube channel. But we review our dreams and goals on a quarterly basis all the way through the year. And we sow these dreams, we sow these desires. And sometimes we're in a we're in a place of the wilderness. We're in a place of separation. And we want to come back, but we're struggling. Sow a dream. You know what should be and could be. You do. Your knower knows. So that. And even though you're in a season where you feel like things are crumbling and it's dissolving to nothing, I promise you that the Lord is all around you and he will acknowledge the seed or the dream that you place in the ground or in paper, in writing, in your, in your notebook. And his peace will not vanish at that point. He will slowly wash away the chaos, but he's also going to show you the personal mountains that have been distracting you, the little hills that we've been relying on for stability. And as you do your Bible study, which is your rhythm and routine, the Lord will begin to lift your spirit through a word of truth. And that's why we do the Bible studies here. That is what is so important is to be involved in those Bible studies on a monthly or seasonal basis. We offer that here at HB Ministries all year 
round. So I thank you for joining today and listening. I pray that it was a blessing. If you want to see my notes today and the workbook for specifically Isaiah 5410, head over to my YouTube channel, head to the playlist Unveiling Love. And I filmed a quick video today, pretty much teaching the same thing um, to every student that has the workbook and is going along with the class. I pretty much taught the same thing, but you're actually seeing my Bible study notes and you're seeing my workbook note. In our workbook, we have an area to jot down God's love note and we also have an area to verse map. So we verse map keywords. We we verse map the context, which I talked to you about, the history of Israel. We have an area of prayer and reflection and um, application. And in this Bible study this this month, I'm helping you with applications by breaking down the idea of believing, beholding, and becoming so that you can, you know, make a personal application and really reflect in those areas of our life. Because every day that we wake up, we have choices to make. Amen. We have choices to make. And our choices are based on things that we believe, things that we are bringing in and clinging to. What are we beholding? And that is what that choice is what we are becoming. And so if we allow God's word to get in there and divide us from all the things of the world and really help us enlarge in his spirit, he's going to bring increase in what we believe and what we behold and how we become. I think that is so awesome. Uh, It just gets me excited because I have seen the areas in my life where God has enlarged my tent. As a matter of fact, one of my favorite verses sits right here in Isaiah 54. If you want to add this to your pages in scripture, it is in Isaiah 54 and it's verse 2 and 3. I love this. I have taught on this so many times in conferences and it is a beautiful scripture and it says, enlarge the place of your tent. And let them stretch out the curtains of your dwelling. Do not spare, lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes for you shall expand to the right and to the left. Your descendants will inherit nations and make the desolate cities inhabited. When you see this, God is saying, look at, I'm going to do something and you're going to break forth in joy. You're going to sing You're not going to carry the shame of your youth, sister. You're going to be enlarged. You're going to be stretched. I'm not going to spare things from you or hold back. You're going to get lengthened and strengthened all around that life wheel of you, of yours. But what's the key thing here? What is the key thing? It is your relationship with God. It is your relationship. You see in Isaiah 55, which we're not going to jump into that today, it says that the the title of Isaiah 55 is an invitation to abundant life. Have you received the invitation? Have you RSVP'd to that relationship with them? And are you maintaining that relationship? Are you showing up in that relationship every day to cling to something new? so that you can become all God has, so they can lengthen you and strengthen you. This is how marriages stay strong. Pray over your children. Pray over your husband if they're not in that right dwelling place and watch what God does. 
All right, beautiful sisters, thank you for hanging out with me on the Beautiful Messy Show. And I'm sure that you can see all the messy that we talked about. And you can see that God is all about you becoming beautiful. I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye-bye, sisters. Life is a winding road Telling where it goes Driving through days and nights Won't stop for traffic lights And I I really wanna know, really wanna know If I Let me figure out where the road goes Even if I'm falling down I will keep on searching for my highs You can say I lost my mind I will keep on holding my head high Even if the sky is falling down